Today on Beyond Podcasting Episode 18, we discuss the power of WebSub and new features in PowerPress 8 with Angelo Mandato. Thanks for tuning in to beyondpodcasting.com, where we recognize that your online radio show is much more than just a podcast. Your show can be broadcast live, which is not a podcast. Your show can be heard on a website, which isn't a podcast either. Of course, your online radio show can and should also be syndicated as a podcast via RSS, where your listeners can subscribe using a standard podcatcher or your show's own branded app for Android and iOS. Beyondpodcasting.com covers microphones, interfaces, mixers, production software, recording techniques, best practices, and more. Now enjoy another episode of Beyondpodcasting.com with your host, Alan Tepper. Welcome to episode 18 of Beyond Podcasting. I'm Alan Tepper from the Miami Coral Gables, Florida studio. Today we'll be discussing the power of WebSub together with new features in PowerPress 8 with Angelo Mandato of Raw Voice and Blueberry. Although we have covered PowerPress and conversed with Angelo in the past, in case you don't know about it yet or need a refresher, PowerPress is a free plugin for WordPress to create your branded RSS feed. Of course, branded RSS is the main focus of my most recent ebook, which is called Branded RSS Podcasting, The Definitive Guide, and is available at brandedrss.com. Thank you very much if you already purchased it. I really appreciate your support. PowerPress is included in two of the four possible ways to create branded RSS I cover in the book, where your domain is the core of the RSS feed. PowerPress is also the way I currently do it in all of my active online radio shows, which, of course, I also syndicate as podcasts. That's why we welcome back Angelo Mandato, creator of PowerPress and CIO of Raw Voice and Blueberry. How are you today, Angelo? Great, and thanks for having me back. You're very, very welcome. I'm very excited to hear what's coming new in version 8 of PowerPress. Version 8.0 is going to be the start of the 8 version series, which is going to have a lot of rewrites inside the, the plugin. And this first version, some of the significant things that we're doing, one is uh, simplifying some settings. As you know, Google Play Podcasts is pretty much being abandoned by Google, and they're now moving to just using Google Search to index everything. So we're going to be simplifying the settings, which will help podcasters out tremendously. That doesn't come without a challenge, though, because Apple Podcasts just recently changed the categories. So we're still going to support the Google Play categories, but all of the other settings, which are really duplicates of the Apple settings, we're going to phase out in PowerPress. Yes, and you recently, even before version 8, you added something so that Google Podcasts would be better notified. Is that correct? Yeah. So again, this is not, um, it's directly related to Google podcasts and Google search and not necessarily Google play. Um, Correct. But yeah, so we added an option in PowerPress to do what they call web sub, which is really a method for doing, for lack of a better explanation, push notifications for podcasts. The interesting thing though, is it only works for services. So for example, Blueberry, which we're about to launch our own for handling WebSub, will subscribe through the directory to podcasts that have WebSub enabled in their podcast feed. And then anytime you create a new episode, it'll send a 
quiet little ping, for lack of a better description. That's a technical term for hitting a URL and telling it, hey, I've made a change. And then that web sub server that receives that ping within a, a two to five minute time period will then find everybody that subscribed to your podcast, aka services, and then send them a notification through the URL that they used to, to subscribe saying, hey, this podcast made an episode change and here's some of the information about it. And then how that works with the Blueberry podcast directory is then we know right then and there, we need to update your podcast listing with that latest episode and clear any caching on our server and display that information right then and there. So with this in place, you can see your podcast syndicated to the Blueberry directory, for example, within a five-minute time frame. Okay, so that's yet another reason to make sure that producers who are listening, that they, if they choose to be using not only PowerPress in their WordPress, but also making sure that they're in the Blueberry directory also. Exactly. Also, this is already, the web sub feature is already supported by Google Podcasts for the Google search. And we've seen, not Google search, but we've seen the Google Podcasts app update within 10 minutes or less. As a result of this improvement? Exactly, yep. Okay, well, that's wonderful. And I guess I've been taking advantage of it since I've kept the PowerPress plugin up to date. I have never used the beta version, but I've kept it up to date. So I guess as of the perhaps the second to last version of 7 point something, I'm taking advantage of that, I guess. Correct, yep. All you need to do is make sure you go into PowerPress settings and there's an option that you can check or enable to push the web sub updates. Now we've Discuss making that enabled by default in the next 8.0 version. The current 8.0 beta version doesn't do that. Our main concern is that the web sub server that we're using that's provided by Google um, can handle the scale up. Uh, so for example, we at Blueberry with our podcast directory, we're indexing podcasts whenever we see them and they have one or more episodes or if they get added to Apple Podcasts. And Keeping that directory, we're able to look at the feeds and see how many people have implemented the web sub protocol. Before we rolled this out for PowerPress, we only saw about seven or 800 shows that had web sub enabled. So our concern rolling this out was that we didn't blow it out with you know 65,000 new users now all of a sudden using the web sub server. Since we rolled out PowerPress, we see about 3,200 podcasts are now using the option which is great. So we're hoping to then ramp that up a little bit more. Um, we haven't seen any issues with uh, the web sub server that Google's providing. So we think that it'll be able to scale up as we start adding this for everybody. Okay, that sounds great. Sorry for that detour, but now we oh, can yeah. talk about everything that you're adding in eight. But I think it was an important detour. Oh, yeah. So the, the web sub is a very big deal. And um, I hope everybody, I encourage everybody to go into the settings and enable that if they haven't yet. You can really take advantage of getting your listings updated pretty quickly. Great. So now you can tell us what you're adding with version 8. Yeah. So other than simplifying some settings for the Google Play, which is getting winding down, we're adding new subscribe button options. And I'm glad to say that uh, one of the options for the subscribe buttons was from our last conversation about 
our press. So th- thank you for the suggestion. Okay, um, well, I'm curious to adding, see what suggestion um, and how it ended up. So go ahead and tell us. Yeah. So we're adding the option to add so the subscribe buttons to the to your website widgets to be able to display them horizontally as well as vertically. So that's an option within the widget or is it two different widgets? No, yeah, it's an option within the widget. So I'll, okay. I'll share a screenshot so then you can put it in your show notes. Perfect. So what you can do is you can select if you want the sidebar for the subscribe buttons to be vertical or horizontal. And then also our subscribe buttons have additional styling as well. Today, they're solid color and they are squared off on the edges. So with this next update, you'll be able to use a rounded option, which makes it uniform to how Apple podcasts have been using buttons lately. Or another option is to use what we call modern styling. And that will then make the buttons, instead of being solid color, they'll be white with a light background. And then there's another major improvement, actually, that we put into the subscribe buttons. For those that understand the programming behind it, we use a sprite for all the logos, for all of the images for various podcast subscribe services. We've innovated that instead of it being a PNG and then also creating another version of the PNG for retina displays, we've converted that to an SVG image. And that came with some challenges, but the benefit is that the buttons will look crisp on any screen, no matter how retina enhanced or resolution enhanced the screen might be, the buttons are going to look crisp and perfect every time. If I remember correctly, SVG used to require a special plugin in WordPress. Has that changed in WordPress, or are you adding that capability directly with the PowerPress plugin? It doesn't need a plugin for how we're using it. So with an SVG, the way we're using it is we're just pulling it in as a background image, and then our CSS for the subscribe buttons is just telling it what part of the SVG needs to render within the actual uh, button itself. I believe if you want to use SVGs throughout like the WordPress dashboard and the WordPress sites, what we have developed will not work or is not compatible with that. So what we're doing with an SVG image is specific for the buttons themselves. I understand. So it's kind of like a light version of using SVG for a particular purpose. Yeah, exactly. And also... Um, just to kind of explain the challenges, we've tested this on a lot of browsers, and the only browser that gave us a challenge was Internet Explorer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, well, we yeah. probably don't have to worry about that one. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we kind of we had to, <laughs> but um, but we went through a lot of trouble to still provide a fallback PNG sprite in case someone views your website from IE. Yes, the only people that I knew that are still using Internet Explorer who are people with some affiliated with some government server that still demands a feature that's only in IE Internet Explorer. Those are the only people that I know personally who still use it, so I'm glad that you have this built-in fallback for it. Yeah, but we really we considered not including it, but when we saw what happens to the buttons when you don't do that, um, we decided it was worth the the hassle to figure it out, and we did. But we're not, I'm glad to say that we came up with code in the CSS, so the image will not, the, the PNG image will not be loaded. It won't add bandwidth or, or any kind of load to your web pages as long as the browser is not Internet Explorer. 
And then with Internet Explorer, that's the only case where the browser might try to download the SVG image, and then it'll download the PNG. So, but we thought that was a small price to pay to to keep things forward compatible. Now, have you added any new destinations or add more flexibility of showing or or hiding certain destinations with eight? Not yet. And actually, that might be a double question there. So the options to customize the destinations versus new destinations, I think there might be two new destinations being added, which I, I need to confirm before the release, which is kind of one of the things that's holding up the release. And then the other one is the options to do more with the subscribe links is coming in version 8.1. Yeah, I was specifically talking about the subscribe links, exactly. So it sounds like you'll have to reveal more details about that in the near future. Right. And I can divulge on that because that won't give away any trade secrets. But in 8.1, we plan on changing how the destinations are saved. And at that point, that's when we're going to add more flexibility that right then and there next to the destination, there'll be the options to decide, do you want this in the subscribe sidebars? And do you want this in the subscribe page widget as well? Okay. Well, thank you very much for clarifying that. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we go today? I'm sure. Release of 8.0 will then be following up with 8.1. We're pleased to say that we're coming up with a new getting started page or getting started set of pages, I should say. And that'll help podcasters that are just getting started easily get set up and get everything they need to enter um, when they do. Today, we have what we call simple and advanced modes. And what we found is that podcasters need all the advanced settings. Simple mode only really helps them get started. So we're pretty much redesigning that from scratch to make a simple getting started page and then give them all, all the power of the things of us after that. Okay, well, great. Thank you for joining us today, Angelo. Thanks for having me. Beyondpodcasting.com I hope you enjoyed this episode of Beyond Podcasting. Please remember that my new ebook is available via brandedrss.com. In the next episode, we'll be talking about Chrome OS, Chromebooks, Android, and more Google things with Robbie Payne of Chrome Unboxed. Be sure to subscribe free to Beyond Podcasting via beyondpodcasting.com. I'm Alan Tepper. Some of the manufacturers mentioned on the beyondpodcasting.com show have contracted Alan Tepper and or Technotor LLC to carry out consulting and or translations, localizations, or transcreations. Many of the manufacturers mentioned have sent Alan Tepper review units. Some links to third parties mentioned in the show may indirectly benefit Technotur LLC via affiliate programs. Alan Tepper's opinions are his own. <laughs>